0: And now, Thriller Thursdays on the Mutual
1: Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. This is Tom McNally speaking to you from the edge of December on the edge of 2016. We're getting a careful look at exactly how far there is to fall. The Saga of the European King is enjoying a little popularity. You are listening and presumably enjoying, and it's true to say that you share that enjoyment with other human beings on Earth. Joy is to be maximised, and so I shall direct you towards our Patreon page, where you can pledge us a donation per episode to join our super secret clubhouse. We'll get early drafts, outtakes, and even the chance to steer the story. Go to patreon.com saga of the European King and throw a penny in the wishing well to support our performers, Josh and Amy, our musicians, John, Nick and Mano, and me, who's here to say things like, please enjoy the latest chapter, which is our most ambitious and heartless one yet.
0: The Saga of the European King, Chapter 23. Smoking is a
1: complicated emotion. Colonel Glophis had made it to Florida, so of course he was stuck in a swamp and about to be eaten by alligators in front of all the survivors of New Brussels. The chief emotion he was feeling was embarrassment. Um, um,
0: please, 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 Uh, could you, uh, would you mind, uh, uh, Look, okay, Anna, uh, you must be careful of the alligator. Yes, I, I know about the alligators. I thank you, little Louis. I hope there is one now. Okay. Hello, little fellow. I'm me. I'm just an archmage, not from round. here. That's right. Yes, I sailed in on a, on a on a dugong. That's what I did. Yes, I'm I'm all out of explodeo spells. Yep, just passing through. Looking for my friend the king. So don't mind me.
1: The day had begun badly. Overconfident after sighting land, Colonel Glofist had formed and enacted a plan to put the residents of New Brussels atop an emaciated gappy, push him into the sea, and then use explodo spells as depth charges to propel him towards the shore. Dozens were shaken loose from Gappy's back during this ill-advised bouncing, and Glowfist had over-egged his explodos so that the reindeer was propelled all the way to card sound, which, as it turned out, was lousy with crocodilians. Another misfortune was the fact that Sophia Calera was among the passengers who had made it there with him. She was not a boon to morale.
0: You should let the monster eat you, you lonesome spider! Yeah, I understand that you've taken a position that this isn't constructive. How much more would you kill, deceiving so many of us, but let the fetid herd take you? I'm sure they'll turn up. Oh, oh, oh! Oh my god, they taste like blood.
1: Prince Prince, who'd been silent and immobile for the duration of these cheerful hijinks in the swamp, then moved very suddenly. He leaped from the bank and landed on the back of an alligator with such force that it exploded and he was flung back into the air, where he twisted and turned his weight to move himself to land feet first on the head of another alligator, and then another, and then another. When the cloud of alligator death dust had cleared, the threat was gone. Prince landed on the opposite bank to the one that he'd leaped from, awash with tears. Oh
0: yes, that was tough, tailed heroism, Prince. You see him jumping? He was excellent jumping.
2: Mama, that was the Prince.
0: I know who it was, Joanna.
2: But look, Mama, he's crying now. (laughs) Yes, she.
1: Some collagen rope was found from the supply sacks they'd scavenged off Flapjack and fastened around Colonel Glowfist's rolls. The prince sat on the opposite bank with his head shielded by his knees and watched as a good number of the survivors pulled and pulled to free him from the swamp. Even Sophia Calera chipped in while her daughter, Joanna, went over to the far side to join the quiet and withdrawn prince.
2: Are you all right? I was just scared. Don't be scared. You saved him. Uh, I jumped and... Was that magic? I don't know. What's a pinecone doing over there with the colonel? He's pecking the leeches off of him. Oh, grouse. Did you get any leeches on you? Why are you talking to me? You don't know me. You're the priest. My Dad's the one who kills the monsters. He jumps on their heads and stabs them with his sword. But you have to do that too. Everybody's always really angry at my dad. Oh
1: Ah oh, kids! Led by Colonel Glophis, the survivors wandered Florida aimlessly for weeks. Glowfist and Prince Prince idly killed so many alligators as they went that they caught the attention of the alligator king and his seven sons. They mustered a force of wetland animals to stop these strange invaders. There then followed an episode with a pleasingly simple structure in which Colonel Glowfist and Prince Prince fought and killed each of the alligator's sons in turn and stole the treasures they held before then confronting the alligator king himself.
0: These ruined my life and my country for no good reason
1: complain the alligator king. After they'd burned his body, Colonel Glowfish tried to cheer up Sophia Kalera by presenting her with the treasures that they'd scavenged.
0: And what am I supposed to do with this garbage? Rings? Pearls? Silver jars? And what is this? Lemon drops? It's treasure. You don't argue with treasure. We need a shelter and a stable source of food. My little girl needs a place to live. You marched us to swamp after swamp, but you do nothing but gather up trinkets. I, I don't think you understand the concept of adventuring. All that food and shelter stuff will just fall into our laps if we keep moving and kill enough monsters. Oh. Never mind, aprons. More rubies for us. Why did we
2: kill all those alligators?
0: Well, i got the impression that killing alligators was your thing now.
2: They were princes and they had a king. They had a country
0: and subjects. Well, I have hardly recall a country. It's more of a, um, um, a location. I don't think there has any people in it at all. Look, the alligators were monsters and as it turns out, Prince, you are horrifyingly good at killing monsters.
2: So... It's okay because they're not people and because their country isn't very good like ours is.
0: That's the gist of it. I think that's the spirit of the law, if not the letter.
2: So what about the people who live over there in the mangrove?
0: How long have they been standing
2: there? Are we going to have to kill them as well?
1: Um, yeah. They didn't kill those people, which was fortunate as their intentions were peaceful and they had some minor contributions to offer. They were scouts of the Tokobega tribe, which had experienced some cultural tensions with the Alligator King and his expansionist doctrine. They took Colonel Glofist's team back to their village, where their chief tried to deliver thanks and explain the local geopolitical setup through the significant language barrier. Within a few days, little Louis, who was a polyglot, by the way, managed to piece together enough words to ask the Tokobega if they'd seen or heard anything at all about the king. They hadn't, but they recommended some of their magic, which might do the trick. Louis, Louis, I, I, I'm sorry, I really don't think this
0: is magic. Well, they do insist that this is a magical act, Colonel, and I suspect that to refuse would be considered insulting. Well, i want this little stick, madam. A, a herb? Well, I suspect so, or a, a blend or such. You can't do proper magic with herbs. Witches do magic with herbs. We won't be able to locate the king with this low-level frat party dross. All the same, I'm going to put a flame to the end of it now. You must remember to inhale. This isn't going to work, you know. It's it, it just... Oh, my. <laughs> That's all right, actually. <laughs> okay. Tony Tony, 28 left, I think he's saying that you look very cool, Colonel. You know what? I feel very cool, too.
2: Can I have a go, Colonel? No, no, I don't
0: think so. This is a. Oh, yeah. This is far too magical for you, Prince.
2: But I did a lightning Ouchie, bolt. Hush,
0: hush. Okay, yeah. I'm uh, I'm getting something. What is it? Let's go north. <coughs> yeah, de- definitely, definitely seems like a cool thing we should do. Well, your new affectation certainly lends credibility to your assertions.
1: <coughs>
0: yeah, whatever. Alright everybody, gather up your belongings. We will be riding gappy north in one hour. <laughs> exactly.
1: Armed with this persuasive new magic of smoking, the team trekked north towards Tampa where they stopped and met with the locals. Colonel Glofist had another smoke break and then decided to go northeast to Orlando where they did the same. After some time, they arrived in the Makama village of Jacksonville and by then the friction with Sophia Calera had bubbled up to the point where it affected the plot.
2: Mama, why do we have to go? The fat colonel is a dangerous man, Joanna. If we stay anywhere near him, we are going to end up dead
0: or at the bottom of one of these precious swamps he are losing like the pig. <laughs> Normally, the opposite is true. <laughs> I'm just saying. The way we wandered from nowhere to nowhere, we'll be dead inside a month. No, no, we're doing fine, actually. The smoking has told me that the big chiefy of the land lives up north. And it's a thousand miles or so. It's really no biggie. We are leaving.
2: Now, Joanna, come with me. But we can't leave my friends behind.
0: What friends? You only play with that horrible bird.
2: No. I mean, the prince. Joel, listen to me. People like that, they cannot be trusted, my darling. You might as well make friends with a baby bear. It is cute, and people will be impressed. But someday, they will outgrow you,
0: and they tear you limb from limb. you anyway.
2: Colonel, I need her. She's the only person who talks to me.
0: That's not true. I talk to you. No. Well, what do you know?
1: The Caleras fled Jacksonville and shortly thereafter fell in with the outlaws that rode around on Buffalo, raiding villages from Tallahassee to Virginia Beach. They were a funny crew led by a camp undead snake man with blue skin called Kiss Hiss, He'd been an ordinary evil prospector who'd been reanimated and snakeified by the mischief guard Coyote for reasons that were never well established. He'd formed a mad bad crew of fellow freaks, including a man in a poncho with a single giant eye for a head, a woman with tomahawks for hands, a half-sentient rumber with an expert knowledge of explosives, a meth addict cowboy veteran with a wheel in his chest, and a lady with a facial port wine mark who was also a competent trapper. The loose-knit tribal society of the United States, with its lack of a proper infrastructure to care for those with mental health issues or reanimated snake people, just didn't have a place for them. They found their own place, and yes, they had to steal to survive. Colonel Glofist's team, meanwhile, earned money and good reputation by escorting caravans. You see, when one tribe wanted to talk to a different tribe that they weren't particularly at war with, they would send a whole mess of blankets and leaves and dried twists of wood and cigarettes and young girls across many miles of desert, forest and marsh just to break the ice so that the conversation could begin. The problem was that other tribes or bandits would kill slash steal the caravans and then those talks would break down. It was actually quite a bad way of talking to each other all round. So Colonel Glofist signed himself up as a caravan guard, since Colonel Glofist could kill just about anyone who gave him trouble. He had the prince by his side to soak up any experience that he gathered on the job. And it turned out that whenever Colonel Glofist's team arrived in a new town, that town would then be attacked by Kiss Hiss's bandits. Usually there would be a fight and the special abilities of the local people would have to be harnessed and their problems overcome so that they could mount a solid defense. In the town of Jessup, Little Louis discovered that the persecuted Hichiti tribe were congenitally excellent engineers. With a bit of sweet talk and some special effects from Colonel Glowfist, they were convinced to turn the town of Jessup into a transforming fortress that repelled the outlaws. But what also happened whenever Colonel Glowfist's team arrived in a new town was that Prince Prince would slip away to share a cigarette with Joanna Calera, the outlaw.
2: <coughs> Where did you get these ones? They taste different. Oh, I stole them? Well, of course you stole them, but who did you steal them from? A caravan? Don't steal from caravans. Sometimes me and Colonel Glowfist guard them. Yeah, we steal from the ones without the guards, But sometimes we hide inside so that the robbers don't know we're there and then we can jump out at them. Ah! Oh. And then Colonel Glowfist explodes them. Well, uh, well, that's never happened to us. <coughs> it must be because you guys have names. Colonel Glowfist says it's okay to kill people if you don't know their names. Mama says that everyone is important, that they are the star of their own story, and they have just as much right to happiness and stability as anyone, even if they have powers, even if they are in Oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They were figuring out the world. The cigarettes helped, giving an important air of philosophy and romance to their meetings. After learning that the bandits that attacked the caravans that he escorted could, in any occasion, include his friend Joanna, Prince Prince had nightmares of Colonel Glophist exploding her, or exploding his friends, or exploding his mother. The dreams became especially intense after he killed his first bandit. The bandit didn't have a name, but he bled and wept and gasped his last breath as though he did. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Oh, Prince, Ooh. look, you've tagged one. Oh, he, he ran at me and I I, and I Nicely I, I, I... done. You want me to finish him off? Uh, uh. No? Yeah, it's all right, look at him. He's on the way out, Cause he did. <laughs> how to you do it? A flame spell? You no know, scorching or burn marks. Oh, Prince, did you land it inside him? Yes. It's in his throat snuck it right past his carotid bounding box. That's very advanced work. Good work, Prince. Good work. Oh, oh, come, come now. Come on, Prince. Okay, okay, you haven't done this before. Sure. Oh, it looks kind of bad. <laughs> Prince, Prince, you get used to it. Hey, listen, I was about your age when I first killed someone. How old are you? I was nine. You're about nine, I think. About nine. Wasn't really a person no, I was more a dog. Terrible, stupid little dog. Oh, that horrible thing. We used to take it to grooming parlors, Of oh, all the things look so stupid. to talk though. Talking dog. You ought to leave right away, boys! You should know better! <laughs> Didn't burn it. Uh, jumped on its back. Crack. Oh, there we are! Look, look, he's gone now! See? All over. Not so bad. do you feel different now, Prince? Yes. That experience, my boy, makes you stronger. By the time you get to my age, you'll be so experienced you won't feel a thing.
1: Prince Prince was about to get a lot more experience. Fresh from the success of pulling off the transforming city trick for the umpteenth time in Greenville, Gappy was attacked and overturned while passing through the forests of North Carolina. In the confusion, the prince was kidnapped and ended up embroiled in one of the outdoors gladiatorial child deathmatch contests that the North Carolinians loved so much. He was dropped in the forest with a penknife and an apple and expected to murder all the other preteens in the area while the adults spectated drunk and loud from the trees. Predictably, he ran into Joanna Calera, who must have been captured by the same guys. With her banditry resources and his ability to set fires inside of people, they fled to the furthest corner of the arena and enjoyed a brief respite for a smoke break. <coughs>
2: it is not certain that we will survive... And even if we do, there must be only one winner, not two. Oh, but we'll be rescued. We've both got teams. But they don't know where we are. No, they'll find us. I've got Colonel Glowfist, who could rip up this whole forest if he wanted. And Louie, who's really good at getting directions from people. (coughs) And you've got his hiss. I've seen him float in the air when he wants to. And that woman with the traps, with the the thing, you know, the weird thing come on. on her face. Don't call her that. Mom, her name mom. is Kimmy. And your mum will come. She's too angry not to come for you. I don't think my team works that Kill way. It. Kiss Heath doesn't like me. He says I can't shoot properly oh, and I cry when we spin.
0: Kill
2: stupid graunas. Yeah, they shouldn't be allowed to shout at us just because they're better than us. They're not better than us. They are. When I'm grown up, I'll be the king, and that's better than being a prince. And when I'm grown up, I'll be allowed to have my own team. You'll have a team? An adventure team. Me and my team will do nothing but rescues. I bet there are scared kids who just want to go home all over the world. We'll fly from place to place saving them, and we won't fight and make enemies all the time. If we do have to fight people and hurt them, we'll use magic to heal them afterwards. Like (coughs) Queen Mam, she uses magic, but only for rabbits, not for burning people. She's my wife. Well, you know, she's, she's gonna be my wife. Colonel Glowfist says it's because of politics and that we don't really love each other. But I'm not going to make her angry like my dad did with my mum. And She'll be on the team doing rabbit magic and making people dinner. We won't get as much experience, but we won't need it because we're not going to have as many enemies. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Mm. You can be on my team if you like. I'd like that. We're going to have a dog. What, what kind of a dog are you going to have? Uh, I don't
1: know. A talking one. A few days after that, they found that they were the last two contestants remaining. The others had fallen into various traps hidden around the playing field. Turns out that was the work of Kimmy, the competent trapper, and that Joanna's bandit team had come through for a rescue. Kiss Hiss had been deposed as head bandit by Sophia, They'd stuffed him in a dumpster with a dagger through his black heart, a death that every bandit longs for. Then came the confrontation between the bandits and the deathmatch organisers, which started out as a high-tension deadlock, but turned in the bandits' favour when Pineycone dropped out of the sky, kicking at anything that moved with razor blades tied to his heels, while Colonel Glowfist huffed around lighting fires. Though their teams had worked together in battle, Joanna and Prince were separated once more to pursue their similar but differently perceived lifestyles. They never saw each other again. Now that she was the leader of the bandit gang, Sophia could keep Joanna under stricter control. She forbid her from smoking cigarettes or from wandering off to meet with Prince. Weeks later, Prince awoke one morning to a note from Kimmy, the competent trapper. It said that Joanna had died from a smoking overdose. It was some time before the two teams clashed again. Colonel Glowfist pressed ever onwards to find the ruler of the land so that he could ask him about the king. Sophia Calera, meanwhile, used her newfound notoriety and her bandit gang to track down the low-level medicine dealer who had occasionally sold Joanna cigarettes and threw him out of a helicopter. When that clash did happen, it was on the bank of the Potomac River. Sophia had been drawn to the destruction of Washington, D.C. and the opportunities for plunder it afforded. The king was fighting the president of the United States and badly needed backup, but Colonel Glowfist had to first contend with the full weight of Sophia's fury. Put the
0: prince down and drop your medicine stick, Clara. You don't want this to go badly for you. This is the piece of shit who my daughter would sneak off to see, who would pressure her into destroying herself. This is my pound of flesh. This is only the grief of a parent is spent. You turn around and leave us, or you will feel my wrath a thousand times over. Cigarette? I hear they take the edge off your daughter.
1: Colonel Glowfist's insensitivity worked against him on that one.
0: Smoking. Each year, young people like yourselves become involved in smoking. And each year, Those young people end up like Joanna, dead. Smoking is dangerous. Smoking can kill. Don't mess with smoking. At best, you'll live to regret it.
1: At worst, you won't live. And that's the end of chapter 23.
0: In this time of COVID-19, CDC asks you keep your hands clean. Don't congregate and kindly shelter in place. Also wash your hands and don't touch your face. So use soap and water and grab a clean towel and don't be a Jonah. Prevent spread of Corona by washing your hands. Olé! This was a public service announcement from the Mutual Audio Network.